The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Remember the Thai cave rescue? What about the mission depicted in Black Hawk Down or the epic rescue shown in Captain Phillips? You've probably heard of all of these, but did you know that U.S. Air Force Special Warfare played a pivotal role in all of them? These airmen are the most highly trained warriors on the planet. Other forces like the SEALs and Army Rangers call on them to provide skills no one else can. Not many people make the cut, but if you think you can, visit AirForce.com to learn more. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is Dave LaGreca. On today's episode, myself, Mickey James, and Tommy Dreamer have two great guests. One, Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, and her rival on AEW, Soraya. And man, you do not want to miss these two outstanding interviews. Gets a little emotional, I got to tell you, right here on the Busted Open Podcast. Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, who joins us right now. Doctor, how are you this morning? And thank you so much, as always, for the time. Good morning. I am wonderful. Thank you so much for having me. I always have fun with you guys. Well, I appreciate you coming on. There's a lot to get into. And one thing that we've been talking about a little bit this morning is AEW All Access. Episode number two is going to be on immediately after AEW Dynamite tonight. And obviously, you're a huge part of what's going on with that show. So first question I have for you is, how does it feel to like see yourself like that other side of the business? Like getting that curtain yeah. peeled back. How has that been? It's definitely a little weird, and it was weird when they first started filming us, too, but then you really quickly get used to it just because they're literally everywhere with you. I mean, you don't, you're mic'd all day. You, I, I had to figure out how to take it off to go to the bathroom, so I was like, well, this is weird. But you, you literally are mic'd all day, and they're following you everywhere. If you think they're not, they don't have a camera on you, you're wrong. They do, because it's not just one camera guy. They have a whole team, that, and, they're, and they can listen to you all day. So if they hear something juicy happening, they'll swarm you. So it but very quickly you just get used to it because it's 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 abnormal but then very quickly it becomes normal. Um but I it's weird what's weird for us is we don't see the episodes before they come out. So people everyone was asking me like what's going to happen last week and I said you know what I have no idea which is kind of you know it's it's a blessing and a curse in a way. Right. So you don't know what's going to air on the episode until you're watching it live. No, I did. I heard this week, I, I, and I, you know, I could be wrong, but I did hear. I think that this is a big week with um, both Soraya and Brian Danielson, which is obviously awesome. If, if anybody's big fans of Soraya and Brian Danielson, they have huge fan bases. But mm-hmm. other than that, we're kind of, we're watching with the fans. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. But also, you know, because you want it to uh, promote it, or at least have more to talk about leading into the episode, but. 
Um, well, I mean, how has it been? Example, have you felt like it, like super invasive, like remote. with the computer, like with the cameras and stuff all around all the time? And I mean, I know you said it was difficult to get adjusted or whatever, but that was always my apprehension about doing like shows like that too. Is just like overwhelming at times. No, um, it, I wouldn't say overwhelming. Obviously, a lot of this this stuff and the content we filmed with Adam was pretty heavy, mm-hmm. and it was it was during a really difficult time that that was very real and very raw. And you guys will see a lot more of that. But um, everything else, it was kind of like another day at work, and they mm-hmm. you just had a camera on you at all times. And we we really hope that this can get more eyes on AEW because maybe right. people will fall in love with some of the characters on All Access or absolutely hate some of the characters on All Access. But either way, then you, you form a connection with the character on a show that's also on Dynamite. So hopefully we get a little bit more crossover onto Dynamite and Rampage. Right. Uh, I live for moments and I enjoyed the moment. Uh, I just watched it. It was last week's episode where you hit the ring uh to embrace um, your significant other Um, because of all the emotional stuff that has been going on, that has been touched about the build to his match back, I thought was great. But what was that like for you? Oh my gosh. I, I, so I was in the back watching um, well with the young bucks actually. And every single move, every single bump, every single time he hit the ropes, I was holding my breath the whole time because it's right. like, you no, know, we want it to be perfect. And I was just so scared that something was going to happen. And it didn't, it was, it, it was such a sigh of relief. And I was so proud of him when the, when the bell rang at the end and I, I couldn't wait to sprint out there and see him. So it, it really was a, a pure moment for us. That's awesome. Um, I like that stuff. I, now I want, obviously I watched the first episode, emotional first episode for me, Dr. Britt Baker. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Because, you know, you're a friend of mine, obviously Thunder Rosa, a friend of mine, and obviously everything that's going on between you two and this and what's being told at all that, it really pulled at me. Like, I was emotionally invested. I am emotionally invested. It hurts me. It brings, brings a tear to my eye. And, <laughs> well, and, 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 and it's good. And, like, oh, man, it's just, it's very difficult for me to watch. And, and I know you can understand that because... I've known you for quite some time. I consider you a friend. I love Thunder. And just seeing this play out that the way it is, and and it, it's it's very, very difficult. And, I, and I'm sure it's probably difficult on you as well. Um, it, it's not because people it, – it's just like on Twitter. People twist and turn your words and say that you said something that you didn't. All I did on the show was ask – if, if she's able to travel and she's traveling all over the place, but she's and, and she's going on busted open every week saying, I'm still the champion. Why won't you just come to work? Why can't you come cut a promo? Why can't you come do commentary? Why can't you come just say hi to the locker room? Chris Atlander has had her knees blown out for over a year now. And she's there, I think every single week, I have a very workhorse mentality where I want to be at work. As soon as I'm done at dynamite, I get on a plane and go to the dental office. So I, I can't relate to that mentality is why you don't want to be, at work where you tell everybody you're the champion of. And, and I'll be honest, I've asked her that same question twice and she doesn't have an answer for me either. And, and it's, not, it's not that, oh, I want her to work hurt or I don't believe in her injury. That, that's, there's none of that. It's just why? Why not come to the locker room that you're the champion of when you can? Because when you had people like Adam Cole who literally couldn't travel, he couldn't even leave the house for weeks. It was a huge milestone when he could take a walk up and down the street with his head injury and, and after he got through a milestone of brain 
That is what I don't understand. And people don't have to agree with me. That's fine. But I'm a very bold and, and stubborn individual, and I stand by what I said. And and you actually stated that in the first episode about like, listen, you're gonna give your opinion, you're gonna you're gonna talk, and people are gonna like it, and some people aren't gonna like it, and if they don't like it, that's that's too bad. But I I will say this about Thunder, and I'm glad that you clarified the fact about the injury because I think that's a lot of people are going on the internet saying that, and as far as I know, it wasn't true. As far as you you know doubting that, and I think you kind of clarified that now, which I appreciate. But I know from Thunder being on the show, but even before she became a host on this show, when, when, and I and I'll go back to an interview that Tommy and I did with her, Britt, as far as like how much that title meant to her, how much even getting that opportunity meant to her, and I know how much this business means to her, and and that I know for a fact. And the other thing I know for a fact, and I've brought this up on the air, and I've talked about it with Thunder, and and I've talked about it with you. There's certain wrestlers that have an amazing chemistry together and you and thunder have that um the match the the lights out match that you two had brit to me was one of the greatest matches i've ever seen as a matter of fact brit somebody that has watched wrestling for over 40 years which i have had it's on my top 10 list of greatest matches of all time and then the, well, thank you, thank you very much for that. That, and, that means a lot. And the cage match that you had uh, for the championship was another great match. It was one of my contenders for match of the year. And obviously, the lights out match was my match of the year. Like you know, you you obviously you and her come from different worlds. You and her look at things differently. But when you two are in the ring together, I really don't know many people here in 2023 can do what you did. And I'll say this. You two elevated women's wrestling. You two did things in the ring that we don't normally see that now has become kind of commonplace, you know, and you two kind of broke the mold and started that. Like, you guys need to get back into the ring together. I hope that happens one day because, as I said, you had one of the greatest matches I've ever seen. And I, that seriously means the world to me. And it's one of my all time favorite matches and always will be just because not only what it did for me, what it did for AW, but just what, what I believe it really did for women's wrestling. And I, and I would never, ever take that away from her. I will never say that Thunder Rose is not a talented wrestler, that she's, she's not one of, one of my probably best opponents that I, I've never spoke ill on any of that. Yeah. You know what he's doing, Britt? Is he stirring the pot? No, no, I'm not he's trying stirring to stir the pot right now. I'm not stirring and the pot. And I will say, I kind of have to go with Britt on this. And this is me right now, injured and being told I couldn't I was, wrestle. I was at just going to say that, Mickey, but I didn't want, if you didn't want to bring it up, I wasn't going to bring it up. But I know that you're I, too. So. And I love and I respect Thunder, don't get me wrong. But there is something to, you know, I, I get it's hard to let go of a championship. You just want it. But at the same time, it's like, the championship deserves to be defended, and there's a crop full of women that deserve an opportunity to win it. And if you can't, you know, but is I, that, but I, I let don't me know. ask you this. I'm, I'm, and I'm asking you, Mickey, and I'm asking Britt. Is that is that Thunder's fault? Like, you know, is it Thunder's fault that she was the champion and she got injured and that championship wasn't taken away from her? Like, no, I I never said anything about the interim title stuff being her fault. But if you can go to Toronto two weeks for a convention and then we go to Toronto two weeks later for AEW Dynamite, 
I don't understand where she can go one time, but then not with the company and the team that she works for, because you know, we are know a team that. and it's a family and we have a family member that's not pulling their weight. Even though you can't wrestle, you can still be there. You can be there and hype your other girls up, hype the locker room up because guess what? Like I said, you are the champion and, that, and that's a responsibility. It's not just, mm-hmm. it's not a shiny title that you can cart around the, the United States signing autographs for. It's, it is a responsibility. Yeah. I did, yeah. And Brent, let me, and and as far as I know from watching the show and then seeing the commercials, you know, obviously we got your side of it. I'm guessing from the commercial, either tonight or one of these upcoming weeks, we're going to hear from Thunder as well. So it's not like it's one sided. We're going to hear from both sides of this conversation, correct? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sure. I, I also I also heard a rumor that Dave might make an appearance on this show. So we'll see. We'll see if oh. we if we like him or hate him tomorrow. <laughs> I hope you know what? I hope that does something for the ratings, because I, I, I'll, I'll say this, Britt, and it didn't work out. Obviously, it only lasted one season. The highest rated episode of Roads to the Top was the episode I was on. So, you know, I'm, I'm hoping that a little bit of that shine happens tonight. I'll be watching for sure. Um but, Britt, one of the other things that you talked about, and, and we'll get into Adam in just a second, but one of the things you talked about is this women's division, how much this women's division means to you, how much AEW uh, means to you. And, you know, that that is something that I saw, and I, and I get it, because you're this is a team, you're a part of that team, and you feel a sense of loyalty, you feel a sense of commitment to this team, and you have to be happy as far as how things have progressed over the last couple of years for AEW? Yeah, like a lot of people, they know, but they don't realize the importance of being the first female signed to this company. I have been a part of the, the foundation from the ground up and everything, every milestone, every fallback, every good thing, bad thing, I feel it to my core because I'm, I'm a part of the genetic makeup of all elite wrestling. So I, I I hope people understand why I'm so passionate about it and and sometimes like I said in the show I'm off wrong because it, it's such a strong passion and and I'm very stubborn with my goals and if you don't know me or know my intentions it can come off the wrong way but I I really do love AEW I think it's a very special place I want it to be along around for a very long time I'm very thankful for Tony Khan and all the opportunities he's given not just to me but but so many wrestlers I mean he really did change professional wrestling by by giving another another option. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, he did. Um, recently, a lot of the men been talking about being the pillars of AEW. And when I saw that, I literally, and Dave and I had this conversation that you're the pillar of AEW because, hey, just like you said, first woman signed. But <clears throat> out of, I just went and I looked out of all the matches of the years, um, not a lot of uh, people on that list. Um, that you and you could hold that for the rest of your life. I've never had a match of the year. Mark Henry's never had a match of the year. Uh, unfortunately, Bully Ray has. I wanted to job him, but that stupid TLC. <laughs> that was because of everybody else's. Um, uh, but but for you, I do feel you are a pillar. I understand your your loyalty because I that whole thing called ECW. Uh, I, I fought it. Uh, I fought for it till the end, and and I understand and I appreciate your your passion for it because it is when nobody else was. Cause I remember people weren't giving you the break um, and somebody believed in you and thank God mm-hmm. they did because we got to see your performances each and every week in the ring, which I want to see more of where, why the hell aren't you wrestling more young lady? Well, it's, it's, you know, right, right now is, is Jamie Hader's time to shine. She's a champion and I am absolutely loving 
that nice. the fan just being on behind her every step of the way because she's she's such a star. I knew she was the second mm-hmm. I wrestled her at like three or four years ago in the UK. I personally went to Tony Khan and said, this girl is a star. We need her. Kenny Omega told Tony Khan that. And now look at her. She's one of the biggest and brightest stars in all of women's wrestling. I mm-hmm. am honored to take a backseat to Jamie Hayter as the women's champion because she's one of my close friends. She's one of my best friends, actually. She's done so much to help me when I was the champion, and I have to do the same for her. I like yeah. it. Yeah. Well, you know, when you look at what's happening now with AEW and you look at – do you, is it a family atmosphere? Like, are, do you like the atmosphere that's in the locker room right now in AEW? I, I do because think of most people's huge extended families. There's people you love. There's people you rely on. There's people you don't really like. There's people you hate and don't talk to. It, it really is a family. But at the end of the day, blood is thicker than water. You're going to look out for each other. And and you know what? We have Saraya is going to join us later on in the show. And it's, oh god. <laughs> and 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 Saraya, listen. Did it surprise you or did you know it was coming? Soraya had that promo when she first debuted. And I remember us talking about it here on Busted Open. We were like, wow, did she say like all the wrong things in that promo? Because as you know, you know, Britt, the AEW faithful, that AEW fan base, it's like, this is our, this is our world. This is our company. You know, Tommy, it's a lot like ECW back in the day. You know, they didn't care about somebody coming in, what they accomplished in WWF or WCW. It's like, what can you do here in ECW? Like, you know, when Soraya cut that promo, Britt, were you, you know, were you surprised? Or were you like, oh, my God, she just dropped a grenade and she doesn't even know it? I got to I got to admit I was a little surprised um but I was I was honored and happy with the AEW world with their reaction to everything. I didn't I didn't realize they were going to be so behind me and so mad at her for everything mm-hmm. that she said because there's there's probably a lot of people that agree with her that I'm I'm not a star and I won't be a star because I never wrestled with WWE but for how the the roar of the crowd and how many people were so mad at her for what she said it was kind of like a, you know, I had it not to myself. Like, okay, Britt, you are you are doing some things over here, and and the fans know it. Yeah, I remember being a little bit like, whoa, I couldn't believe that they were booing Saray because they were so excited for her being back. But there is a lot of love and loyalty to there, and you are like Tommy said, a pillar at AEW. So they're going to, they don't want anybody to come in there and and disrespect who the person who they feel like built the foundation. So and it's kind of it's kind of the first time I think since the, the start of AEW that we really saw that it, it was mm-hmm. it was kind of a cool moment to show just how loyal our fans are. It doesn't matter who's in the ring with with one of their homegrown, they're going to support the homegrown. Right, it makes sense to me. And then and then Adam Cole, obviously the struggles we're seeing it now. I uh, looks like we're going to see a lot more of it. Maybe even tonight on tonight's episode or the next couple of weeks. And I don't think the fans really knew the whole story and you know you talk about grit you talk about loyalty you talk about love for being in that ring i think adam showed all that in the fight that he that he that he made and now that he's back i mean it's got to be hard for you because knowing like what he has gone through i mean this isn't just a wrestler to you this isn't just a friend to you this is this is somebody that you love this is somebody that you care about uh it, it's it had to take a lot out of you it, it was really hard because, like, like I said, we didn't we didn't know if he was going to be able to wrestle again. 
And I love him more than anything in the world. But one thing that he loves more than anything in the world is professional wrestling. And that's all he's done his whole life. He, he didn't go to college. Once he was 18, he was off to the races and he was wrestling. So it's, it's not even his career. It's, it's his life. So when you think that that might get taken away from someone, it's, it's so scary and it's so daunting because it's, you have the physical symptoms you're worried about, but then the emotional ones that come with it, that you don't even want to think about how, how detrimental that could be for someone's mental health. And, you know, I just, my biggest thing was that I just needed to be strong for him because we can't have two of us in the corner crying and wondering, oh my gosh, what's going to happen. He, he really needed someone strong that he could rely on. And I tried harder than ever to be that for him. Mm-hmm. Well, Britt, uh, thank you so much uh, for the time. We truly appreciate it. Uh, thank you uh, for coming on with us. Uh, can't wait for Dynamite tonight, obviously 8 p.m. Eastern time on TBS, and then immediately after that, AEW All Access. So thank you for always being a friend of the show, and I'm looking forward to tonight. Thank yeah. you, guys. Thank you so much. And I, and Congratulations. I, and I don't know what's happening tonight, Britt. So I hope I don't I hope I didn't embarrass myself. <laughs> well tonight. now, welcome to our world. We have no idea. And they filmed hundreds of hours of content. And it's like you just have no idea what's gonna make the show. So welcome to our world, Dave. I don't feel bad for you. <laughs> Britt, thank you so hey Britt, is there something you want me to ask Soraya when she joins us later? Um I think you should ask her if she still feels like she's a bigger star than me. Okay, I will ask her that. Ooh. All right. Thank you. All right. Thank you so much. Okay. Bye, Dave. All right. Dr. Why don't you Mickey ask her, Dave? Why don't you just not, you know, you are in studio with her. She may beat you up. No, if Dr. Britt Baker asked me to ask a question, I'm going to ask that question. I'm going to ask her. You know what? You know what? It's going to be the first question I ask her. I'm going to say what we had Dr. (laughs) Britt Baker on earlier in the show. Do you still feel like you're a bigger star than Dr. Britt Baker? That's That's going to be my first question. Welcome. Welcome to Busted Open in studio. (laughs) Thanks for being here. RJ Clifford on MMA Today. Dustin Poirier is in the position that matchmakers and promoters hate. He doesn't have to fight, and he has a ton of leverage. He's got timing demands, he's got money demands, and he has every right to make those demands, and it gets complicated. Gaethje Poirier 2, it just makes too much sense, so I think it will happen, but they both have enough leverage to make this drag out a little bit longer. MMA Today, Tuesdays through Thursdays from 12 to 2 p.m. Eastern, only on Sirius XM, Fight Nation, Channel 156. NetCredit is here to say yes, because you're more than a credit score. Apply in minutes and get a decision as soon as the same day. Loans offered by NetCredit or lending partner banks and serviced by NetCredit. Application subject to review and approval. Learn more at netcredit.com slash partners. NetCredit, credit to the people. Ready for a new and exciting career challenge? At DHL Supply Chain, you're part of a team committed to creating innovative solutions for some of the biggest brands in the world. We're recognized as a best place to work, where people are valued, supported, and respected. DHL Supply Chain is hiring for a wide range of salaried operational and functional roles. Previous experience in logistics is welcome, but not required. All opportunities, no boundaries. DHL Supply Chain. Apply today at joindhl.com. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.
The best part of spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get. It's kind of like when you find out you've been paying a fortune for wireless when Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. It's time to switch to Mint Mobile. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Ditch overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for 15 bucks a month. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash busted open. That's mintmobile.com slash busted open. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash busted open. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Welcome to the Busted Open Sirius XM Studios. Sorry you're in there with uh, Just Dave and that bowling shirt he wore whoa, whoa, just for whoa, you. Wait a second. Wait a it second. It is wait. punishment. What is the rolling of the eyes? Wait, what shirt do you have on? I have a blondie shirt on. Oh, okay. Well, like yeah. No, no, no. The I, other shirt. Oh, it's, a, it's a bowling shirt. Oh, yeah, that thing. Yeah. I mean, it is... <laughs> A sore for my eyes. It's yeah, a, I just all, got off a plane. I'm very tired, David, and your eye, like you know, it's messing with me a little bit. First of all, it's a nice yeah. bowling shirt. I ironed it, and I think oh, it looks. Good. I think it looks age appropriate. I am fifty. Age appropriate. <laughs> 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 he he's wore it just for you too. Oh, thank you. I feel, yeah, blessed. It's okay. I, I, <laughs> it's okay. So first of all, um, a lot to get into, and I'm yeah. glad. I'm glad that we are finally able. To, to get you on the show. You've been on the show before, and uh, it means a lot that you came back on again. As you know, I'm a big fan of yours, and I'm excited that you're back. I'm excited that you're back wrestling. Um, how does it feel to be back? Like, are you back into the groove of it all? Like, how do you feel? It took me a minute to really get my confidence back, honestly, because uh, I was out for a very long time, and then wrestling just is ever-evolving and ever-changing, and, like, everything is just feels so different. And then, obviously, going into a different company, too, it just felt like I was going into a new high school, and <laughs> I didn't know anybody, and it just felt so... It, I just felt very... Uh, misplaced at, at the beginning and I, I again I didn't have my confidence at all like I was kind of like in and I'm like man I need to learn how to wrestle again I need to learn all these new things because so many new moves and stuff like that like that too and then the structure and you know wrestling matches in AEW is a little bit different so it's just a learning curve but now I feel like I'm starting to get in the swing of things and getting more confident within myself and you know once I had that triple threat I felt really good like with jamie and that i felt like i felt confident after that i was like okay i can do it and i'm going to continue to do it yeah. all right you just mentioned it's like starting a new high school yeah. right all right so about an hour ago dr Britt baker was one of Son our of guests a gun. yeah she was on so she wanted me to ask you a question and it's and it's and it's so like being in a new high school it's incredible she she wanted yeah. me to ask you do you still feel like you're a bigger star now than she is Oh, I'm always going to be a bigger star than Britt Baker. <laughs> Write that down. Screen record it. Send it out. She'll never be me. She can try. <laughs> She'll just always be a fan of me, that's all. You know what I mean? I get it. I get it. Mickey, you understand, babe. I do. I do. <laughs> I still have I that picture so when much. I first met Mickey, and it was in FCW. It was in 2012 that i got to officially meet you i met you before that in norwich randomly right i was like oh my gosh mickey james is at the waterfront right now this is crazy but yeah. um 
I remember meeting you and you've just always been so sweet and kind to me. And I was absolutely starstruck by you when I first met you. I was like, oh my God, it's Mickey James. Oh my God. Tommy well, Dreamer too, not David. I've always been starstruck not, by you because you're a star. <laughs> what, 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 do you, what do you mean, not David? You got Tommy, you got Mickey, and then you got Dave LaGregor. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> Sorry, Amen. continue, Bolling Show. Tony Bony founded and created this show 14 years ago. It's the oh. number one pro wrestling show in the world, the number one sports show on Sirius XM. Maybe it's oh, your host and, that's and, on there, not you. And... <laughs> oh, God. Is it, is it, this is Kick LeGrec in the Bulls Day. It's that Bolling Show. It's throwing me for a loop right now. Okay. Yeah, it's the, it's called the regular guy. Right. Dave is, is the reason it's the lights the are on in the studio, by the way. This show is, uh, as he likes shirt. to say, Thank you for that much. I'll take off the Thank you for flipping the switch in the studio. I appreciate it. <laughs> well, but by now, the way, uh, wait, wait, really quick, Tommy, before you ask that question. The first time I ever met Soraya yeah. was, at, was in Brooklyn in uh, SummerSlam. And then we were in the back. Mark Henry introduced me to her. We were in the back with Mark Henry. And, you know, she kind of did the thing with the phone. She was recording me on the phone and posting videos of me on Instagram. <laughs> as <laughs> I was like, he's so famous. No, no, you know what? I was just talking to, like, a, a social media strategist yesterday, and I used to be so... I used to be so much better when it comes to social media. Like, I get on a little tangents on Twitter, of course, because people really piss me off yeah. on there. But, like, most of the time, I barely post, like, on Instagram and stuff. Like, you need to start posting more. But I used to religiously post. Yeah. We, Unfortunately, we, you are one of the victims that used to go on my Instagram stories. But, like, I was like, okay. No, you're, a, you're always on social media. Yeah. That, cause that, and, then, and then, Tommy, we'll get to your question. I apologize. But did you like just sour on social media? Because like social media is a lot of negativity. Yeah. It, it's almost toxic. Yeah, so it is. It, it is toxic. It's absolutely toxic, especially Twitter. It's just like you can't do anything on there without someone finding a negative in it. Like you can do something for a charity and they'd be like, oh, I noticed you didn't do it for this charity. You're a piece of crap. And you're like, I'm doing something good here. And you're still try finding like the negative in it. So people are always mm -hmm. just trying to spin your words, twist them. Like, and then you have like certain dirt sheets that will take like one sentence and twist it and make it look bad. And then people only read the headline and then they just attack you. And you're like, I just, I just need a break. So I'll like delete it off my phone completely at times and just like step away from it. But I was like, okay, I need to get back in the swing of things and try and be more positive too, because yeah. you get so sucked into it that me, I don't know about you guys. Like, I feel like you guys do a way better job than I do at like ignoring it, uh. but I'm just like, like, you, no, you, Jay and Silent Bob here. I say yeah. I say this all the time. Um, I could get a hundred people say, "Wow, what, what a great show!" And there's one person that says, "Lagreca, you suck." And I'm staring at yeah, that God. stupid tweet <laughs> for 20 minutes, saying, yeah. "Why? What did I do today?" Like, who gives a shit? One person at, but but that's like I think that's just human nature. Is that's yeah. the way yeah. that you react it to is. things like that? Yeah, yeah. we lean yeah. more towards. Like when somebody comes it. in and says, "You look like shit," and take off your t-shirt. <laughs> You know, you know, it's, but that, I digress. That's not, yeah, that's not talking crap, though. That's just giving you an honest critique. You're trying to help me. Yeah, I'm just, I, I we're just it. trying it's, to help you yeah, out I, here. I understand. I probably should. <laughs> the blondie shirt is, is a win, though. Right. I call Renee, right. Renee uh, Paquette. I call her my blondie to my Joan Jet. So there you mm -hmm. go. It's like she's here in the studio with me. Okay. Thank you. I appreciate it. Tommy, Look, I've... her spirits have automatically been lifted. Look how happy exactly. she is. Exactly. Yeah, right? <laughs> And Elise, she did it not like a computer keyboard warrior. She did it to your face. That's right. Exactly. That's right. I'll always say it to your face. Yes. Always. Right. Yes. All right. Well, you are our Women of Wednesday for Mickey James. It's normally her segment, so sorry that we uh, kind of hijacked it here. 
but I also <laughs> want to give you your flowers. Um, I know you, but we're not boys. We're not totally friends here. But um, I was talking to Mickey because Mickey was in that match. You got hurt. You suffered a neck injury at a young age. And then we're told probably not going to wrestle again. Mentally, that's horrible. You're, you know, second generation, third generation wrestler. Um, third, yeah. And you still, I thought you were great on the Fox show. And then you come back. But like, I think about people that left and were getting a second chance because most people don't get second chance in life. Edge, Christian, yourself, Daniel Bryan, Bryan Danielson. Um, I put you also in that category because you're a woman who was part of the revolution. You worked your ass off to get to where you were. And then all of a sudden you come back, complete surprise. And then just like you said, you have to get back in the, in the, the swing of things. But I feel you are firing on all cylinders and you will always be a star because of where you learned from, not only from your past, but also like in the developmental system, how that helps you. And it's cool to see you when, you know, Dave's talking about how are fans booing you, all that stuff. Yes. You know, when you, your promo, they were like, wait a minute, I get it. You even then went on social media and be like, Hey, I haven't been doing this for a while. (laughs) And, but now look at it. The fans, like they kind of turned on you. So then you went and said, F it, and you're turning on them. Yes. So kudos to you, Thank you. for all that you've done in your career. Again, you're a 30-year-old woman. Uh, most of us didn't achieve what you achieved uh, when we were 30. So just Thank giving you. you your flowers on Mickey James. It's women, so women. cool hearing Tommy Dreamer say this about me. <laughs> I'm so, I'll always be like a, a forever mark. So <laughs> thank you so much. And, me too. And, and just having, you know, legends say something so wonderful. Like, like I, I, there's this quote that I really enjoy. And it's like, don't listen to people that try to belittle your ambitions. Small people always do that. But the real greats make you think that you too can become great. And mm-hmm. that is true. Like the real greats in the business, like Tommy and Mickey and even Dave here in the radio world <laughs> will always uplift you and just tell you how, how like, you know, that you're doing really good. And it, and it helps. It really does really help because, again, you have so many people every day telling you how bad you're doing and that you suck and you're an awful signing and all that kind of stuff where you like you have to take a minute and sit back and be like, OK, but like real great people legends of being like no you're doing a good job and continue what you're doing and it, it really helps i yeah. think you so much. well think of people who dusty roads yes oh, I love Dusty. Oh. triple h i think that's a pretty good list of people that said like you know what i think this person has it they mm-hmm. were amazing and we were lucky in nx uh, sorry not just nxc but fcw because we had um you know we had joey mercury norman smiley we had um trying to think steve kern like we had such a great and dr tom like i love dr tom so much and like we we just had a great group of trainers that were constantly just trying to make us obviously better rest of the better people and i feel really fortunate that there was a developmental system too Mm -hmm. because at first when you go there you're just like oh i just want to get up to the main roster right but it really really helps you in the long run it really really helps you so then like you kind of take that information and what you've been taught and then you take it to another company and then going back to that promo for a second i was so mortified about the promo myself that i was just like i actually second guessed coming back altogether just from that promo i was like did i just make a mistake like did i just like make myself look so awful. But then I was just like, and but then you have people like Dean Malenko who's backstage and he was just like, you know what? You went out there, you said, even on the microphone, listen, I'm really nervous. I'm, and I was, I was absolutely terrified. I've never been so terrified in my wrestling career. Even when I debuted, won championships, doing all that. I was terrified, 
but not as terrified as me coming back after five years, going to a different company in front of all new group of fans, in front of all these people that are all watching you. They're all watching you and they either want to see you fail or, you know, or they they want to see you do good. But there was a lot of eyes on you at that point. I, too. I took your I took your promo completely different. Really? Than, than the way that most people did. And Tommy and I talked. Remember, Tommy, it was you, me and Bully that next day. And, and Bully was like, you know, that about the fans reaction. I didn't see that. I actually looked at it as here is Soraya, a star that's been there, done that, had these all these amazing moments. But I almost like I've chosen to be here in AEW. Like, listen, I've accomplished all this, but this is where I want to be. That's how I took That's your promo. That's what I was trying right. to do, but it was I was stuttering and nervous. But that and, was fine too. Yeah, like, I was like, oh no, this is awful. But then at the same time, when I was coming in, I was like, I love being a bad guy. Like, I feel uh, you. It's easy to get people to hate you than to get people to like you. It's so much easier because people do have a lot of hate right these days so i wanted to be i wanted to come across more like is she a good guy or is she a bad guy too but it was just like i just the way i delivered it i was it wasn't my proudest promo that i've ever done but then i was like okay if i have to another promo which i end up having with brit i was like i need to redeem myself somehow you know and uh moxley helped out a lot with these promos and so with that one he was like you should just speak from the heart like stop trying to like plan a promo out in your head just speak from like experience and this is more like personal you want to be more personal about it without taking like low low blow jabs which is like the cheap mm -hmm. pops that you can get he was like no you should go in there and just be like no like i'm a star and here's the reason why but then it was kind of like who's the baby face and who's the heel between me and brit and then we kind of decided like it doesn't matter we don't have mm -hmm. to have a definitive baby face and heel yeah i'll say i was actually shocked at the way they act because i was kind of the same and Babe, you are a star. Oh, you know, you were born to be a star. You have busted your ass your whole life, you know, and I don't even think people can even fathom what it's taken inside to be able to overcome and still win and thrive and strive. So I'm always proud of you. And I don't, I think um, people want to see you win because you are authentic and you are coming from an authentic place. I was shocked at that, but I think it's because it's that AEW crowd that the way that they react. Cause I'm like, I don't crowd. see the lie. <laughs> I don't see the, li I don't see the lies here. And I felt like it was uh, very vulnerable to be able to say like, I'm really nervous right now. Like, but um, it is also frustrating. Cause I'm like, you're so freaking good. And it makes me so sad that you second guess yourself or you ever doubt it yourself even coming back of how that was going to be because i think you've always been a star you know you Thanks. look at your reactions you look at you've had a movie made about your life there's just so many so many things thank you um i, I just felt like you never doubt yourself it, it's just really difficult because again the fans are really different and then there's mm -hmm. so there's a lot of tribalism there and the mm -hmm. one thing i do wish I just didn't say at all. I mean, I got to, uh, asked to say a certain sentence, but uh, the, 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 the sentence where I'm like, finally a boss that listens to me. And I, I just wish I didn't take that low hanging fruit because right. I've always spoke very highly of WWE because they've, mm -hmm. they've helped me a lot as well. And I love AEW. There's no reason why I should even take that low hanging fruit like that. Right. So, and I feel like that caused a lot of tribalism too, which caused a lot of negative reactions. So I just wish as well there's some things that you just wish you didn't say and like that's that's one of them i was like oh, i feel like it would have gone a lot smoother if i wouldn't have said that and i understand why mm -hmm. people were mad because they were just like well wait but then you're like i'm playing a character like be quiet right you know what i mean 
but sorry, and I and, and I I watch your facial expressions as you're talking, and obviously Tommy gave you your flowers, and then Mickey is saying about what you've accomplished and you should be proud. Like when you hear those words, because I'll say it as well as a fan. Like I'm a fan of yours. Like what Thank you've you. been able to do for women's wrestling. Like I've said it on this show. I don't know if we would have seen the. WWE's evolution or revolution when it came to women's wrestling if you weren't on that scene. Um, when do you hear, do, do you take time to, you know, stop and smell the roses? Do you, do you take the time to say, wow, I've been able to accomplish this. This is a lifelong dream, a life of my family's, and I've been able to do, do, do you take that time to understand that? Yeah, like some days I do, but then other days I listen too much to the negativity. And I'm like, well, maybe I didn't do as much as I thought I did. So like, I don't know, there's a lot of, insecurity when it comes to that because again like it wasn't just me that helped with the revolution it was women before that like again mickey and trish and lita and you know bonacano and it just i just came after a time when the women were just not getting what well yeah you're there you came in at a time when it's probably was at near its lowest right and then you elevated it up yeah and like with with the help with you know aj and then the bellas really got stuck in there too like they and emma and it it was kind of like a group collaboration with it but yeah like Mm -hmm. sometimes i will step back and be like okay no i did do that like what are you talking about like i did do some wonderful things in this business Mm -hmm. but then at the same time like i don't know that 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 insecurity kind of just like is in the back of my mind a lot because again i'm like one of those people that i shouldn't listen but sometimes i just i do and that's why i have to just delete social media off my phone completely because it really does Mm -hmm. it, it can i went to i was i was talking to three therapists at some point during my time away like you know with with the drugs and alcohol but also like mentally i needed to i needed to have a refresh and just and that's another reason why i took like a big step back from social media and didn't post as much and kind of took months away at one point because i was like i just need to like detox and get rid of all that negativity yeah. that people like to throw up my way because they'll use uh i i get scared that people will only remember me because of I'm, I'm gonna say it but because of these tapes too i feel i'm always in the back of my head is like that's all people are going to remember me by is when i made a dumb mistake when i was 19 years old and that's another thing that it always messes with me mentally and people love to use that too they never stop using that joke you know and i feel like as a woman too like people are a lot harder on us when it comes to that kind of thing you know and of it's, course it's always, so yeah it's bit it's bit and especially coming back as well i've you know, you had, again, like Tommy said, you had Brian come back, you had Edge, Christian and stuff, and they were all kind of op- like open arms, welcome back in. Like, you can't make any mistakes. You I know, know? and, and that's gotta be me- tough because it is it is a double-edged sword. Yeah. It, it's like, you know, we've talked about this on this show too, and I'm sure Mickey could talk about it. It's like, you make one silly mistake when, and you said you're still a teenager. I was, I was a you're baby. A, you're you a know, teenager. Yeah. Like, my goodness, if I, the mistakes I make now, I'm a I'm 51 year old man and yeah. I make some of the, boneheaded decisions and mistakes that's just life you learn from it yeah and you move on and you've been able to learn from it and you've been able to move on and it's and man i give you all the credit in the world because it's got to be so difficult because i think everybody can relate to the fact that at some point in their life they're in a situation that they know is bad for them and they just can't find a way out mm-hmm. and you are able to find your way out yeah like yeah. you know so you shouldn't be judged on things that you did when you're in a situation that you knew was bad for you and you mm-hmm. were and that you knew wasn't good for you as a person. But people need to understand what you've accomplished by battling those demons and winning. You yeah, won. Yeah, Get your no, back where yeah. you deserve to be in that ring. Yeah. yeah. 
yeah. No, it feels good. It feels good. And I love how passionate you are, Dave. You've always been so wonderful to me. So thank you. But it gives me chills. I'm like, okay, it feels nice to hear people say it. You're like, yeah, I did do that. I did come out of it. You know, it feels yeah. good. It feels good to be, you know, it's, it's weird. Again, I feel like you constantly have to be reassured. Like, am I doing a good job? You know, but yeah. It feels good. Hey, uh, if I could tell you a personal story about Dusty Rhodes and myself, yes. um, Cody had talked about with Paul. Dusty was uh, in a financial hardship. Um, he had gotten fired from WCW, and Paul brought him to ECW. And this is my hero. This is the reason I'm in wrestling. And I never saw, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, he was nervous to the point where. He lacked confidence. We've also heard the story of Ric Flair, you know, and Triple H having to build his confidence. And I was just like, and then he was going to wrestle at the ECW arena. And he would like pulled me aside and he started asking me for like help and advice. Mm -hmm. And he's just like, I don't know. Like, what if they start booing me? And I just like stopped. And I was like, you're fucking Dusty Rhodes. Mm -hmm. He comes in the back and we just have this moment and he's, he's bleeding and he sits next to me, everyone standing ovation in the back and a, a, a private moment between him and I put his hands on my knee and he squeezed it and he goes, you're right. I'm fucking dusty roads. <laughs> you're fucking page. You're fucking Soraya. <laughs> yeah. Always remember that the great Dude, ones. Me will have... I love dusty so much. That's such a beautiful. I story. know, Sorry. but I like I'm it. saying the great ones will all have doubt. It happened to me when I went back to WWE and I was alone waiting for get announced in Pittsburgh. And like, I started crying and shaking because I was in this dark room and I'm like, what if they don't remember me? What if I don't get a reaction? And then as soon as my music hit and I heard the pop and I said to myself, I'm fucking Tommy dreamer. And he wasn't alive for me to say that to him, but like, it's those moments. And like, when you walked out there, that was like, that's who the fuck you are. Here's the star that you are, and no one will ever, ever discredit amongst your peers. Mickey James talks you up every single time she can. So always remember that. Don't ever let self-doubt or negativity into your life because you are a star, young lady. Man, you got me in my feels. <laughs> that was a beautiful story. No, I, so I'm not getting – anybody knows. I just – I talk – Oof. I talk straight. When yeah. like I said, I know you. We're not friends. I'm going from the from the star that I watched wrestling. Thank you. So, so and now, all of that's gone. What's going on with you now? You got Ruby. You got Tony Storm. Oh yeah. Three super talented women. Yeah. Becoming your own version of the NWO. I love it. <laughs> I love those girls so much. Like I, they they have no ego about them. They're just happy to be there, and like they bring out such a positive side to me too like they're just so the the positivity is infectious like they're just right and they, they just they always come up with like different ideas like it's a, it's a group thing which is really nice i got us all jackets made which is being sent to us right now like as a thank you gift for them just as a group just because i just think they're so wonderful and you know and they're always planning like what are we going to wear this week you know i like and i've worked with groups before of course like and i loved every single group that i've worked with but i just feel like this group is a little different because we're really trying hard to like we love this story and we want it to go somewhere special and we want to look the part we're, and we're mm -hmm. just having fun we're finally having like just a lot of fun and 
yeah, I just I'm so grateful for like the, the ladies that I'm with right now. They're just they're and it's wonderful. cool you got a boss who believes in you as well. And Tony, yeah, Tony's great. Really, Tony is truly truly great. He <clears throat> will give him ideas and stuff like that. And sometimes, you know, of course, he's not going to take every idea that we have, but he always sits there and he listens. He always has time for us. The door is always open. And then every time we come back, he's always like. I don't know if we can cuss on it, but he's like, let's go, let's go, you know? Like, no, you could say, you could say it, it's yeah. satellite radio, so. Okay, he's like, let's fucking go. There and you go. And then he's always like <laughs> high-fiving us as we come back. And then even like last week, we had, I, I felt like the segment was really good. The crowd were electric and I feel like they can mic the crowds a little bit better because I don't think it translated as well as it usually does. But like the, the crowd were just so loud and we we're finally getting like, you know, the heat as heels and then the baby face is getting the baby face pops. And, you know, it just, the story was really told really well last week. And then mm -hmm. as soon as we come back, even the Young Bucks are back there and they're clapping as soon as we come back. And I was just like, holy crap, awesome. this is awesome. That's like awesome. the Young Bucks are yeah. right there. Like as soon as you get down the stairs, you turn around and Tony's standing up and giving us all hugs. And then you have BJ Whitmer, who's an amazing wrestler, uh, wrestled for Ring of Honor and stuff like that. But he's our producer and he is mm -hmm. so good. Like he listens, he fights for us. Like, you know, he treats us like, you know, the guys, which you can always appreciate because, you know, Mickey, you probably know you've had some producers, even if they don't mean it, like they, they don't treat you the same level as they do if they worked with some of the guys. But like, right. but you know, BJ's just so wonderful and I want to give him his flowers too because he's yeah, just- Yeah, BJ's great. He's, yeah, he's so hands-on with the women and he just, he loves what he does too. He was like, I love working with you ladies. Like, this is so much fun for me. And yeah, and he's just creatively, his mind is really good when it comes to wrestling matches too. So yeah, mm -hmm. it's like a group effort. And last week we were all very proud of what we put out there. And yeah, it felt really nice to come backstage and you have, you know, the, one of the best tag teams in the world just clapping that's for awesome. you, you know, and that's your boss cool. standing up. Yeah, it's I'm awesome. glad you're having fun. You got a oh, smile yeah. on your face. That's important. Yeah. Except from Tommy uh, making me cry. <laughs> yeah, that, that's what he does. That's what Tommy does. Welcome to Busted Open. You get me with that dusty uh, story. My gosh. <laughs> obviously, we have Dynamite tonight. Yes. Uh, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on TBS, and it's going to be right here in our backyard in New York. And then uh, right immediately after that, AEW All Access. Yeah. I'm making my debut tonight oh, on All fancy. Access. I'm a little nervous. I'm a little nervous get about that. Get those brother. I, I got a little nervous. But I do have one last question. Yeah. Okay. And it's an important one. And I wasn't going to ask it. Uh oh. But I'm, but I'm going to ask it. So be prepared. It's oh, a tough one. Okay. And you kind of alluded to it before. <laughs> what is it? You're really milking it. He is milking it. Ask it. <laughs> Tommy told me I shouldn't ask it. Oh, God. But I said, Tommy, go. I got to ask it. Feel free to kick cool. his ass. Spit it out, bro. <laughs> uh, Joan Jett or Blondie? Oh, Joan Jett. Wow. Well, I'm sorry, I know you're wearing a blondie shirt, but no, Renee- No, Blondie's also from my hometown. She's from Hawthorne, New well, Jersey, so. She's wonderful, but I'm more of a Joan Jett kind of girl. But if Renee was here, then we can get her on the phone and just be like, you know what? She'll say blondie for you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. She would. Right. I mean, we could all agree Pat Benatar kicks both their asses, right? Oh, Pat Benatar is an <laughs> angel. She is an angel. Hell of a voice. And a songwriter. Yes. Incredible songwriter. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. all right, what are you listening to? Like, what do you listen to- Besides the obvious, what are you no, listening to? No, no, I'm to? gonna say the obvious. <laughs> Listen to Ronnie and Fall in Reverse, please. Um, I wish we could play my interest music a little bit more, but you know. Um, but yeah, actually, I have not been listening to a lot of music, but if I did, it would always, always be 80s. Like, I love 80s, I love Skid Row, like, you know, the, the obvious. Um, Snake we... Sabo, fan of the show, he's on all the time, Snake. Let's bring him on when I'm here. 
Let's okay. make the introduction here, brother. Well, yeah. you just found I just found out now okay. that you're a fan of By the way, latest Skid Row album, just saying. Dave LaGreca and Busted Open gets a special thanks on the new Skid Row album, Gangs All Year, the only, which is I, phenomenal. Well, I actually had like a little uh, online beef with Sebastian Bach. Me too. I was like, what's his problem? He's an asshole. I was like, I love that. He's an I, asshole. Yeah, he's, a, he's an asshole. Say it. He's a fucking asshole. He's a fucking asshole. <laughs> he is. I was just like, what the fuck is your problem, dude? Like, he just, I don't know. He's just got- What uh, was the heat? He's just, ha- he, he's- Unfortunately, he's one of those jaded rock stars that doesn't like the new, newer way of how rock music is done. Right. And again, like it's like like wrestling, music evolves, music change, rock changes, right? So, mm-hmm. uh, my boyfriend he couldn't do a festival one time because it, all his laptops were taken; they were gone. But the thing is, it's not for his back and vocals or anything like that. It's just the music that he has, he has synths, he has Mm -hmm. orchestras, he has everything on it. So unless they go out and like beatbox the whole time, you know, it's not gonna sound good. And Ronnie's one of those people who's like, I'm not gonna put on a show unless I give you 110%. So he's just very like passionate about it. Where, Where Sebastian Bach was just like, you're a piece of shit. Like this is you shouldn't be lip syncing. He's like, I don't lip sync. I'm he's a really good singer. People think he lip syncs because he sings so well. But Sebastian Buck like just took it upon himself and Eddie Trunk, who has no idea what music is in the first. I well, don't even Sirius even... XM's owned Eddie Trunk, so big Eddie Trunk fan. Oh, of course you are. He's oh. a piece of shit. Dude. Well, wait, what's um, that mean? <laughs> I mean, I'm an Eddie Trunk fan. But sorry, serious, but they he's can a... both suck it. But yeah, so um, <laughs> sorry that's your buddy, but I'm not a big fan. And if he's here, we can get in a fist fight right now. But anyway, I understand. I, you know what? A physical I appreciate... altercation about to happen. I appreciate the right loyalty. now. Yeah, let's go. I appreciate it. the loyalty. To your man. I appreciate it. No, Paul. because he's rude. I, I, if, if Ronnie was in the wrong, I always tell if Ronnie's in the wrong. I always say, like, you didn't have to say any of that. Like, and I won't even get involved in it. I'll not even talk. But the thing is, they were like just attacking him, these freaking. I would old never, I would never attack Ronnie. Ronnie yelled at me once, so I'm you not. Did, well, you said something. I can't remember what you said. I, it was a, I made a joke. I know, but I was like, oh <laughs> shit. Now I have to like. I refollowed you. <laughs> I was just like, no, I have to, I'm following. No, but it was a joke. It, it wasn't. It, it was, and for those who don't know, it wasn't like a personal attack. It was like a, you said something like, "Always be careful if somebody has said something before making a statement." And then I said, and I made the statement. I said, "I stand by the." It was something. Oh like a joke. no, but Ronnie Ford is real, and I remember telling him, "I was like, no, 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 no I'm pretty sure fucking, he's joking." You're, you're like, always, no, you're always fucking with me, and I, I know. And the <laughs> one time I fuck with you, Ronnie gets angry. I, I go, "This is not fair." Ten thousand times she fucked with me. I followed. I know. I followed you again, though. But I was like, "Oh no!" And then I had to be like, "I think I wrote to you." I did. I did. I said, "I'm sorry." No, no, no. I was just like, "Yeah, he didn't know it was a joke," but you know, like I have to, you know, be team boyfriend right now <laughs> i get no, it's, but, it's totally cool but, no he's he like i i followed you again he like he can't even remember it he's like i'm what? a fan i'm a fan <laughs> tell ronnie i'm a fan thank you he's you a know, sweetheart we'll have to get him on here he's a big sweetheart you'll love him for real it? once you get the fist fight out the way then there's you'll no love reason for a fist fight <laughs> wear that bowling shirt he won't touch you then there's nothing wrong with yeah. my bowling it's the regular guy look for god's sake it's a regular guy like okay you know All what right. you know what soraya yeah this is me Oh, this is my name I right. Am. This is who I am. All and right, I yeah, embrace it for what I wear. Yeah, you're like, yeah, you're buttoning it up too. You that's right. mean in business. That's it. But all right, yeah, all so, right. So, are you bowling after this, or is it just? Oh, yeah, well, yeah, it's right down. The, it's right down the road. <laughs> okay. uh, Paul, our producer, is telling us we need to break. Can you tell? How our dare producer, you? Can you tell him to go fuck off? Tell fuck him, off. Fuck off. Paul. I love that you guys like it's like 11 a.m. and we can cuss in here. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> fuck off. <laughs> Soraya, thank you so much for your time. Good luck tonight again. Thank you. 8 p.m. Eastern time. 
uh, AEW Dynamite, and then immediately after uh, AEW All Access at 10 p.m. Because Dave LeGrecker's on it. So no, sure you're you on in. it too. <laughs> I, I'm barely on it. I'm barely on it. If I'm being honest, I'm barely on it. I'm kind of scared of reality shows. <laughs> I was on you one. You were great in, in Total I was, Divas. I was like, Ooh. yeah, I was drinking the whole time. I can't remember half of it. But now I'm like, well, what do you think when intimidated I'm doing? by reality shows. How do you think it is when I'm yeah. doing this show? All right, anyway, <laughs> Soraya, thanks for the time. Busted Open is part of the SiriusXM Sports Podcast Network. If you enjoyed this episode and want to hear more, please give a five-star rating and leave a review. Subscribe today wherever you stream your podcast. Catch the full three hours of Busted Open Monday through Saturday at 9 a.m. Eastern on SiriusXM Fight Nation, channel 156. Go to SiriusXM.com backslash Busted Open Trial to start your free trial today. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Whether you're a morning person or a bedtime procrastinator, everyone deserves a mattress that works for their style. And you'll find the best mattress for you at Ashley. The new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley brings you one-of-a-kind body-conforming technology, making every sleep tailored to be your best. The collection also features cool-to-the-touch covers and motion absorption to help minimize sleep disruptions from partners, pets, or kids. Shop the all-new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home.